I'm going to start this off with a, somewhat of a prayer, okay? Oh, gal, why do you do it so good, gal? Oh, gal, why do you do it so good, gal? Gal, you do it so good when you say, Bruce, don't do it, babe. Oh, gal. So you, you just saw what I saw. I saw what you saw. You seen it. A sign, a sign burning in the night. Yes, I did. I did. Jay, did you I see that see, shit? I seen what I see. I see what he sees. What did you do this weekend, gal? What did you do this weekend, Diana? Oh, she nothing. Got, she got fired on her day off. I got like fired on my, on my day off. You know, it was Friday. I went in. They said that they want me to do a nude scene. I said, I'm not going to be an Erica Liniac jumping out the cake. But I said, I'll do it, I guess, for an extra 20 million. And Patty Jenkins said, no, no, no. It hurts to touch. Oh, so, feminism and shit. Feminism and shit. I don't know. Look, let's talk <laughs> about it, okay? Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, a geek podcast for the record. What? For the record? Tigers are playing. Two nights. I never miss a game. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Give me all you got! Give me all you got! You know, I don't know how to do laundry, Stuart. I've been needing laundry lessons. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens, and I am your host. But away aren't we all trying to get to the bottom of it and trying to stay on top of it? Joining me on the ZWM Box 350 live and in person is none other than Mr. James Schuler and Mr. J. Clark, give me what you got. Hola, senor. Oh. I, I'll tell you what I didn't do this weekend. I didn't do the new Wonder Woman movie. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> Bye-bye. No Wonder Woman movie. Shooter is holding up a little superpowers flash figure that was mailed to him via USPS. Very nice. This thing is it's dope. <laughs> I can't wait to put it up on the wall. They don't sell those here, man. So so he definitely Yeah, that shit's that. fly as fuck. I was like, God damn. So for the Comic Consies, uh Schuler's holding up the uh new superpowers uh flash. Uh, to- from the superpowers toy line, right? McFerlin? Yep. Isn't it funny how you go to different parts of the country, you know, you go to a branch or, or a chain store, and all of a sudden, like, well, lo and behold, they don't hold all your favorite toys. Like, you have no. to go on, like, these searches across the globe sometimes. It is, but you know what? Like, thanks to this show, we made friends all over the globe. Yes, we have. I appreciate you, man. These are really cool. Yeah, uh, the nostalgia, man. Those superpowers, right? Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. I was talking about this with uh, Mr. Powell the other night. There's something about seeing something from your youth, like even the packaging, you know, and you see it, and all of a sudden you you, you have to buy it. 
Like you have to get it because you're hoping it's going to somehow recharge or rekindle that feeling you had, right? No, 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 no. The biggest thing is the reason is, is we can afford it now. <laughs> yeah, because they're 10 I, bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, everything I wanted as a kid, I've been able to buy as an adult. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Like I always wanted it. So I'm going to get it now. So it's by great. that logic, I should buy not only Castle Grayskull, but uh, the the Thundercats lair along with Snake Mountain mm-hmm. and all the bat caves I can find, which are probably exponentially more expensive now than they were then. I mean, inflation. Not in this economy. Not in this economy. I mean, I see some of that stuff at the, at, at the old, uh, you know, comic book store. Shout out to Gateway Comics. Shout out. And sometimes I see it and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But I can't bring myself. There's like a, a principle with me. I can't bring myself to come home with a you know, $150 secret lair, but I can bring myself to buy a $150 Catwoman who sits nicely in her box staring back at me. Just beautiful. beautiful. At Michelle Pfeiffer. When I saw, let's talk about Batman Returns for a second. When I saw, <laughs> when I saw Pfeiffer, age 10, on the theater, I probably, I probably never told this story on the podcast before. But when I saw her on screen, laying across that bed, you know, I'm 10 years old, but I knew right then and there that she was the one. Oh, yes. She she was the best cat woman. She was the best of everything. I even went through her entire dossier, a.k.a. her filmography, a.k.a. her resume, a.k.a. her entire history, a.k.a. her life. At age 10, 11, 12, 13, you name it. Married to the Mob, the Fabulous Baker Boys, the good and the bad, Frankie and Johnny, even the Before ones that were that IMDb. good. I was the IMDb, goddammit. I am the IMDb. You want the law? I am the law. You know? Watching Scarface at 11 years old. Actually, didn't see it till much later. Everybody in college had a big fascination with that movie. I never quite got it. But then I saw her walking down those stairs in that little slippery dress. And I said, oh, here come the guns. Here come the jester. One by one. So fun fact, I've never seen Scarface. You're not missing anything. It's okay. No, I know. It's it's just like that. Like every black dude's like, you got to watch Scarface. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> I'm let's good. be honest. Is it a good film? Of course it is. It's a reason why it's been held up the way it has and endured the time that it has. You know, of course it's a well put together, directed film, great performances. But it became like a staple for like every college kid, like holding a 40 and like getting high with some bong hits to be like with a to have a Scarface poster behind his head, you know, <laughs> it's, and it's, I don't it's know, just, man. It, it's like the drug movie. I was like, I, I didn't get down like that. No, you didn't get I, down like that. No, none of us. I, none of us I, ever I got down it. like that. No, we stayed away from the ski slopes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We didn't play with bad influences. I would never, sir. Maybe. I mean, you might smoke a little bit of guns after you've had a couple of fucking brewskis, but then you get a little paranoid and maybe kiss one of your friends, huh? No, nah, no. Nah, I was a lock myself in my room, kind of paranoid. Oh yeah, and and yeah. Cos- and cosmic brownies, right? Yeah, and co- so many cosmic brownies and clapping it's great, cheeks. It's the greatest treat ever. Oh, clapping flatbacks all day, baby. <laughs> let's see so cosmic brownies clapping cheeks dance dance revolution yes jay clark can you chime in on any of this did you have any of that going on in your repertoire no i played a lot of uh resident evil in college (laughs) we have a purist in the in our ranks (laughs) that's okay i didn't cash in my v-chips till i was about uh 20 years old you know what i'm saying 
I had to stack two decades before I cashed those chips in at the casino. Meanwhile, my neighbor over here, Mr. Winter Schuler, he was down, he was walking down the street with a little Huckberry fin sack going door to door. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just got to ask. Yeah. No, I'm, sure. I, I, I'm totally lying. I, I did too much. I, I did some crazy shit I shouldn't have done, but whatever. It's in the past. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see. Yeah. See, you had, you had that good, good, that, that Puerto Rican good, good. Yeah, at the time, they thought because of my English and I guess my personality, I lived in the dorms and it was a Catholic university. So, you know, they had the boys dorms and the girls dorms separate. So they thought, oh, you know what? He's he's likable. He's a pretty, you know, nice guy. We should have him in the international wing. So mm. all my all my um, roommates were like from all over the world. So it was pretty cool. So I just met like international chicks like left and right every time we went out. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty dope. Yeah. Eastern Europeans. Well, we don't have to disclose any personal details about no. our filmography, okay? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all happily married men with the exception of this guy. This guy. Clock right Kang. <laughs> the Clock Kang. And we're better men for it. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. I love my life. I was waiting. I love my life. I love my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all love your wives. I love my life. Amen. Couldn't have said it better. And if I wanted to say it better, I wouldn't be myself. So let's get into the topics here. Okay. Now we could talk about a myriad of things. We could talk about RoboCops taking over in San Francisco. We could talk about black Superman being a potential racist. We could talk about all kinds of things. Okay. We could talk about everything under the sun. Okay. Yellow sun, red sun. Why be biased? But before we get into any of that, some breaking news, and we got to break it down like we break down everything else on this on this show. Break it down. Break it, break it down. Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman, one and the same, is not going to have a third installment. And this just broke in The Hollywood Reporter, so it might as well be breaking right out of her ass cheeks. Listen, she is saying goodbye. And, and the more I read on the article, it sounds like... She might not even be showing up in the plans, meaning they might actually be closing the doors on that Snyderverse and somebody paid attention to Jake Clark's fucking wishful thinking over here. <laughs> As I read more, it seems like um, Cavill might even be getting a close like this, even though we were told two months ago that they were developing a sequel to his movie. So uh, what do you guys think about this? What are your thoughts? First, the Wonder Woman, and then what do you think is their plan going forward? I mean, we're going to find out in about a week, but but let me hear your... I mean, didn't she... I heard she, like, tweeted something. Maybe she got a little ahead of herself, and then they kind of, like, wanted to shut that shit down real quick, and they announced probably maybe that she was going to get canceled. I, I saw it on their Instagram where she was, like... It was, like, the anniversary. Whatever, yeah. a, few da- a few days ago was, like, the anniversary that she first played the character. But she just thanked the fans. Like, that's all she did. She was just like, you know, thank you for, for all the mm-hmm. love and support. And so that makes me think that she knew she was going to get out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know... I, yeah. I think that they respected her enough to let her know ahead of time. I mean, I would. I mean, honestly, eighty four was trash. Um, it was. It had trash. it had some good moments. I I wished I watched Soul on Christmas Eve instead of that. Soul was actually really good. Exactly. But was it bad? Okay, so let's just say eighty four was trash. Was it so trash that we got to axe the character though from the from the? I would have not have axed her. I'd, right. I, because she's. I can't she, think of anyone else who could play that character. She's Gal Gadot, you know? Yeah. 
how am I supposed to keep making jokes about about that wonderful scene with her and Bruce? That will forever be with us, sir. Uh, that's not going anywhere. I don't yeah. think so. But I think they might have maybe asked the director, uh, Patty Jenkins, maybe. And she's very, she, I mean, that, they might be very loyal to each other. And it might, that might have gone down like, hey, if she's if she's going, I'm going, you know, kind of a Fuck thing. Fuck that shit. You know what her paycheck would be? Yeah. I like well, sorry, Christian Patty. Bell did the same thing with Nolan. So I, I thought Nolan only signed on for three. Yeah, but Christian Bale, they wanted to offer him more. And he said, no, if, if Chris is gone, I'm gone. That's what happens, babies. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened with Keaton. Keaton said, Burton's not in, I'm not in. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keaton is Burton. Burton is Keaton. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Einhorn's a man. <laughs> Wait a minute. But Patty Jenkins was on track to get a $12 million payday, while Gal Gadon was on track to get a $20 million payday. So let's let's talk about it. You know, apparently Jenkins went to them, Saffron and Gunn, with her pitch, the script co-written by Jeff Johns, who, by the way, Jeff Johns, thanks for putting the time in with comics, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's not happening. So she went to them with the script, gave them the pitch, and they said, sorry, but no thanks. Or thanks, but no thanks. Or thanks for coming out, you know? Well, isn't that the same thing with Henry, where he's basically announcing to the world his his comeback after right. the uh, that launch weekend for Black Adam, and they they, they kind of like jumped on it fairly quickly too. Like, hey, he's not he hasn't signed anything, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it's, the only I think, thing yeah. I can think is that the scripts were just trash, and James Gunn was like, "This is not where I want to go." Yeah, I think he's also a big proponent of bringing out more oddball characters and more secondary, uh, second tier characters. Um, we're gonna, yeah. I mean, look, that the Blue Beetle's happening, so it's only a matter of time before we get that booster. God, I can't wait. Everything that I've read said the new slate, quote unquote, is gonna start after Aquaman, and Aquaman's not coming out for a whole another goddamn year. So we well, won't even see any of these new proposed titles, but we're gonna hear the news within like a week or two. We're gonna hear at least the loose. There's supposed to be some big presentation of Warner Brothers in the next week or so where we're going to get all the titles or all the ideas and the loose blueprints of the show, you know? Mm. It's exciting, but I'm also kind of like, I'm also surprised, you know? Because Gal Gadot, I mean, that's... Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think we should, it's a new slate. I keep saying it. I think we need a clean slate. Uh, everything that's come out, except for the Batman, uh, it just feels kind of like from that that era and i think i'm at least i can speak for myself i'm kind of done with that era i'm looking forward to you know the new stuff and um yeah i mean uh i guess let's say black adam i mean it flopped right that's not doing too good i guess i heard it's (laughs) it's crazy that a movie like that is considered a flop when it made like almost 400 million but you're right it it had like i think it cost like 190 Mm -hmm. and plus plus and that's not including marketing yeah. So you're right. I mean, it's kind of barely breaking even at the, at, the, at this point, you know. Yeah, which I'm not surprised. I mean, it's I don't know. There's a lot of egos, there's a lot of personalities right now in 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 that organization, and I think James Gunn is kind of like trying to keep everything in line and put everybody in their place. I don't know. The again, The Rock. I mean, he's a huge personality. He's got a big ego. I mean, he's got a big head, big uh, phallic shaped head, and goes with his ego. No and, pointy uh, ears either. Yeah, no pointy ears, and 
he he went straight to Superman his first day on the job. Okay, he dissed Shazam, went straight to soups. I mean, come on. <laughs> but but let's talk about that too, because I finally I haven't seen Black Adam, but I did see the uh, the actual like Henry Cavill clip on YouTube. <laughs> And he looked great. The suit's brighter. He's got the he's got the curl. I heard the John Williams score kind of slipping in, and it does make me wonder. Like, hey, listen, regardless of how well Black Adam does, why wouldn't you? You have a Superman. He has. Why to not use him? Shazam first. No, I get that, but like, why? Why would we close the doors on all the Snyder characters? Why not just include them and then introduce these other characters, but then kind of throw in these other mainstays. So you don't have to recast them and then relaunch another solo movie. Cause I don't want that either. I would rather have them launch these secondary characters and maybe like kind of squeeze them in little cameos, just like, just like in the books and the comics, you know, like, like at the end of peacemaker. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but if they you. drug tested everybody, and everybody's using steroids and they're like, Nope. <laughs> Either that or they're taking shrooms nah, and giving nah, each this, other's hand jobs. Hmm? This ain't wrestling. They don't care about if they take steroids or not. <laughs> That's true. They don't care about that. Because <laughs> they're yeah. all on steroids. <laughs> See, I th- I think Guns, his vision is to pivot from what Marvel's doing with all the whole MCU thing. And he's oh, here like, we go. I think that's why go. he asked her. No, I'm dead serious. I don't think that's the no. There is no way. Sorry, he, sorry, he, look, dudes want dudes. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> there's plenty of there's plenty of room for women in that in the DCU, just like there is in the MCU. Okay, like who? We got Zatanna. <laughs> I need is I need a Zatanna. See, movie. but that's all you got. She'll pop in yeah. with the Keanu Reeves. One that doesn't wear fish. I want I want a power girl. Yeah. Okay. We're not gonna get power girl. Well, I want her. Boobies are too big. Yeah. Too objectifying. No. It don't matter. I wanna see. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think James Gunn is good at doing that. Like I I could kind of see where when he started with Marvel with the Guardians, he was kind of left alone. Because it's the Guardians. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Think think about the about the infinity stones. That was like a throwaway. Uh, going that route even thanos you know that was all james gunn throwing it in so so it's like it's like that look what james gunn did with that that bit of power imagine him right now helming this whole organization and it's gotta you know you gotta put a your foot down you gotta really make it work and it's gotta be effective (laughs) gotta make money but it's gotta be uh it can't be too polarizing and uh, I, I I think it, it will benefit, you know, it's benefiting. I kind of always wanted to see this happen in a way where yeah, I know you Marvel did. is starting to slip up. Maybe this phase four wasn't, you know, phase uh, four also, was trash. Yeah, yeah kind of polarizing. Yeah. So I always envisioned that DC or well, WB would be at that kind of like at that corner kind of waiting, you know, OK, and learning from Marvel's mistakes. And I think uh, James Gunn is the right person. Yeah, I don't think Phase Four was trash. I think Phase Four had a lot of content, a lot more content than we've had in any of the other phases, and therefore seemed way more disjointed because they're trying to introduce characters that will eventually make their way into the Kang Dynasty and the and, and, and the Secret War. The Secret War has to be massive. So their idea of doing that is obviously there's a financial goal too, but on top of the financial goal, story wise, they're trying to introduce all these characters at once, and I think that gets a little disjointed, whereas opposed to releasing a movie every two years, people get that break, you know, the junkies get that, 
they mm. start getting that itch, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they got to get that fix in their veins. But if we're just turning on the goddamn hose, you know? No, I agree. Mm. And I think Paul Feige even said it. Like, they need to not right now focus on quality, not quantity. The director of Crash, he waited on this? Uh, Paul, I, I always keep, <laughs> say, I keep saying that. Wrong. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> Crash was a good ass movie. Though. It's a great fucking movie. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a sad fucking movie. Jeez, I did that shit in the, in the last episode too. I did. <laughs> hey, by the way, by the way, is it a, isn't it kind of, isn't it kind of hot in Crash when Dandy Newton gets? All right. Well, we can we can all agree to disagree. We obviously feel differently about the Gal Gadot. I think it's a little uh, sad, but also I get it. You know, and maybe maybe I maybe, maybe I don't we'll I don't want to see her leave. I I don't want to see her leave. I think she's amazing. And she is amazing. Yeah, 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 no doubt. You gotta check that Wi-Fi clock, King. You you're frozen. <laughs> Am I breaking out? Yeah, Schuler. Why don't you? Um, you're you're our reporter on the street, our man, our man on the street, our man on the beat. You know, people don't know this, but you're somewhat of a journalist. I mean, we, we've gone to Comic Cons and you've interviewed people when we've walked around the floor, the Comic Con floor. We've never heard the audio though, because the audio disappeared uh, with uh, the rest of the. Uh, it's in your car. Oh sure, and uh, <laughs> could you could you tell the Kamikazes, um what is grinding your gears right now? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tee it up for you, and then you lay into it. You had a topic you wanted to bring to the ears. Fucking black Superman! Oh god! <laughs> well, shit. Pause. I gotta like, bro. It's racist as fuck. He said it was racist as fuck because he first he said it because it's tw- Earth twenty three. I'm like, what does that have to do with? It? He's like twenty three, duh. Michael Jordan. Oh, that's what you were saying. <laughs> no, but then I said, oh, I, in my opinion, I thought it was Obama because he's the president. Earth twenty three. There is a fucking lag and it's killing me. It but is killing me. Then I was like, oh. All right, hold on. I'm taking this shit downstairs. Hold on. Because <laughs> I'll be saying hold something, on. and then hold you'll on. chime in no, like no. two minutes after the fact. Earth 23. And I'm like, we just fucking... God damn it. Still, yeah, but it's still it's still bad. The time it takes for the light of a star to reach Earth, that's, I feel like that's where that's where he's, he's getting that satellite inter- internet. Yeah, yeah. And normally it's my shit fucking up. Okay. First, first of all, I didn't know the motherfucker's name was Calvin. <laughs> that's also racist. Like, I'll give you that so, one. Yeah, so that should have been a red flag. Yeah, yeah. His name's Calvin. Created in 2008, 2009, first Obama. That was one of the times that, you know, I had me a sister because I was down for the cause. And then... Uh, Back when you used to like your own brand. Oh, no, I never did. I just did it for my own cause. You know, I no, he, cause. No, no, he usually likes the uh, the Eastern European flatbacks. Flatback, ironing board of Kaylee's all day. Oh, God damn. Ironing board. <laughs> Earth 23, seriously? I just talked to my cousin tonight. He was like, yeah, that's racist as shit. So, yeah, because you said 23, my, Michael Jordan, right? Is that what you were referring to? Yep. Yeah. Who but created- I, thought, I thought it was Obama because he's the president. So I thought maybe. I didn't know he was a president. I saw yeah. 23 and just saw it was racist. 
No, no. I thought he was it was Obama. That well, I mean that that's possible, right? How is that how is it racist though? Why can't it just be like an homage? Like why can't it be exactly. like Exactly. Why why can't you be inspired by the first African American president and think, you know what? A Superman. That makes sense. Yeah, that He's makes sense. Superhuman. Because they was fishing. Let's <laughs> let's let's take the first black president and the most famous black number ever and try to get some black kids to read this shit. Who uh, who created it, Jay? Who you're our comic guy? Who's who's who created Calvin Harris Superman? Was they white? <laughs> that's that's the white guy. That's you translating my question. <laughs> that's so great. That's why Shu and I work on so many levels. When we, if we ever have to do a serious panel one day, it's gonna be like, was they white? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm translating. No, you already know where I'm going because I'm thinking like, what if it was the guys that did like the milestone comics? Because then it, then that would kind of make sense. Mm-mm, it won't. <laughs> you just uh, during Final Crisis. Calvin Harris. I think Calvin Harris is the name of one of my characters. Now I got to rewrite the character. And he was a black guy, and he dies. Exactly. I bet he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like the. I don't want to give too much away. It's, did he it's, die before the opening credits? I think it's right after the opening credits. Yeah, but he's the reason that he's the guy that propels the, the story forward, though, because then his sister has to go find out who who killed him. And then, of course, his sister has to track down our protagonist and our protagonist and the sister get it on. Don't worry. Huh? Yeah, I know that Grant Morrison was writing in the action comics where he uh, he debuts in that new 52. But I'm not sure who who was the original, who created the character. Come on now, we can't do a quick Googs guy, Calvin. I tried. Harris. Get the get, so I just, get so I just got, on it. <laughs> I got I got Pharrell Williams, and I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't think Pharrell created Calvin Harris. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, okay. A white man. Yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Yeah. High on black, drugs. Yeah, the blacks <laughs> love this. Well, Grant Morrison, he's kind of a wild card. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Because he usually Grant writes, Morrison, you never know. Yeah, he writes a lot of. Uh, well, he did a Green Lantern run, run that was pretty good, but he also wrote a lot of Constantine back in the day. Hell, Hellblazer. Dude, did you ever see that documentary about Grant Morrison? Mm-mm. Where the dude did like so much drugs in a hotel room. He stayed for a week, and and he would like. I guess it was kind of like how Neil Gaiman would write Sandman, where he would just like sleep deprive himself and then go on these like super rem long sleeps and and then get like and, and then dreams and then he would write off of that wow. but grandma morrison would go on this like huge drug binge in a weekend it was crazy he's talking about seeing aliens and shit uh you know doing room service in his, in his room or something you know it's crazy so he's laying in the bed and he wakes up to like some tentacle some tentacle being from another dimension coming in to serve him some hot blts yeah Yeah. right about that i would have read that right i would have read that too it's been years since i seen i don't remember much but i remember it's just like out of this world like that dude let me let me paint the scene let me paint the scene grant morrison's in the bed right and he hasn't slept in days you know He's sleeping in the bed. He's nu- sleeping in the nude. He likes to be just completely nude, you know. He kicks some sheets in his deep REM sleep, his REM sleep. You know, the sheets are all loose. You know, they're not tucked in. He doesn't like them tucked. Like same, just like Costanza doesn't like them tucked in. You know, his guy, his hog. You know what I'm saying? Just hanging out, drooping. You know what I'm saying? Just waiting. 
for someone to give a little tuck, tuck, suck, suck. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, a little knock, knock. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. He's like, oh, word. Yeah. Nah, but he like barely, he's like half awake, half asleep. So he's just kind of like, uh, no, not yet. Come back later. But before he can even enunciate or get the words out that clearly for her to hear and, and, and be loud enough for her to hear, she comes in and it's not a regular housekeeper. It's it's a tentacle creature from the Alpha Centauri. Uh, <laughs> it's a reptilian, yeah, yeah, alien. Yeah, in a chambermaid outfit. But pre-lubed. Pre-lubed and ready yeah. to rock. Yeah, absolutely. And, he, and he's uncircumcised, so it's all, you know, everything's hanging out, and she's got to give the old thug thug on the droopy, you know, and make him not so droopy, you know? Yeah, so he was kind of like the Hunter S. Thompson of the, maybe of the comic book world. Well, maybe that was Alan Moore. I'm not sure now. I feel like the, the documentary would be more prone to be made about Alan Moore than Grant Morrison. Oh, but you got to see it. It's it's like literally Hunt, uh, Hunter S. Thompson, kind of like a routine, daily routine, what he describes and the crazy shit he did. It's, it's pretty gnarly. I'll try nothing, to find Nothing it. good comes out of locking yourself in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Heath Ledger. Hotel rooms are meant to like go in and leave the next day. You stay longer than one day in a hotel room, it gets a little weird. Shit gets yeah. weird. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. <laughs> so how do you feel about these RoboCops in San Francisco, huh? Hey, you got what you wanted, sir. But I apparently, first, first person I thought was you. I was like, man, somewhere people are going to die. Yeah. But I, but I heard the latest was that they were going to shoot it down. That they were going to go through with it after all. Oh, it's they can't. It's a dumb idea. Like you just got a bunch of Ed two hundred nines running around. It's no. a, it's a dumb idea to have Ed two hundred nine like police the streets. Yes. I don't you know, see man. What happened in the boardroom? Yeah, but that's a boardroom. I'm saying you get these Ed 209s out on the street, we start taking out the trash, you know? Jaywalkers will be trash. Skateboarders <laughs> are going to be trash. Lots of people will die. Yeah, including crackheads. Now, listen, we need to clean up the streets. <laughs> we need to clean up the streets today, all right? Now, kids, if you don't know why I'm so hard, I have such a hard on for crackheads, just go back one episode and hear my story. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. No, it's all fun and games until somebody gets shot in the balls through some dame skirt. It's it, you know it, it is insane that uh, <laughs> that it, it is insane that it like even became a thing to talk about. Like that it got so far to the point, like past like pre development stages, that they were actually like introducing this into legislation. Like yeah. The fact that it got this far, that we yeah, live in a world far. where this is even on the table. We're even contemplating it. Is insane, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how bad the homeless situation is there. And I heard like the the, bad. the theft and the homeless situation is like really bad. Like I seen this picture, this video, this person like putting up a sign on their windshield. Like, hey, I don't have any like pricey or personal belongings in this cart. Please. So people just don't break in it. Well, obviously I'm going to break into it because you're lying. <laughs> i'm not dumb <laughs> that's the trick <laughs> i used to think san francisco was like a beacon of like you know civilization well, and and i think it probably was at some point in time yeah, maybe inclusive because it was gay supposed to be yeah, happy right all the gays everybody's having a good time yeah having a good time you know yep. yes it's expensive but I it's gay out, it should I be awesome there in that place like all the all the landmarks were great, but all the highways getting to the landmarks oh. were just pieces of shit. It mm. was just homeless camp after homeless camp and gypsies and 
whatever the fuck you want to call them. That place was gross. As I heard it's a little dirty, dirty. Every every overpass just had a homeless encampment. It was it was terrible. Yeah, wow. no, I think we're the, the, I thought like it's that kind of like unfortunately, right? Kind of sets up that um that scenario, right? That uh, we're because the Robocop, like the, those like dystopian movies, that's how it is, right? The just the class, class dis, uh, displacement, poverty, you know, homeless people, uh, crime. It's just it's gnarly, it's gnarly that we're there, that we're kind of like, like Nick says, like we're even contemplating this. And that's why we need to have responsible leaders be- get elected, like uh, Raphael Warnock, you know. Whoa. And <laughs> we uh, we may have somebody on this show. I won't I won't name him. You'll have to guess Kamikazes that might have been on the opposing ticket, but that's okay. This show doesn't try to get political, so we accept all kinds here. We accept all kinds. And by on the opposing ticket, I mean he might have been uh, getting some funds on the sly to do some commercials. Don't you worry about that. I neither confirmed or denied. I didn't sell you out. Yeah. I didn't sell anybody out. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Now I'm conservative as fuck. I speak in riddles. No, you don't say. You've been you've been you've been dropping some breadcrumbs the last couple of years. I've been noticing that. Yeah, no, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. You're sick of this Nancy Pelosi shit. I'm sick of all of it. Yeah. Okay. Send an asteroid. Just end this whole shit. But hold on, I heard a little bit of passion. I heard some compassion and some passion. First, we know you have a passion for the flatbacks, but I also heard some compassion in your in your narration about the homeless shelter crisis. So I don't think you're as conservative as one might think. No, it is conservative. Oh, okay. It's equality. Oh. Why are you taking them bitches and kids, but you won't let the, let us come in there? Well, that's what I mean. You have compassion, right? So. Because we're just gonna R. Kelly that bitch. We're just gonna piss no. all over them. No, they don't. No, want they don't oh want my to god! Nobody. They just wanna. Ha- they need. A, they need a roof too. Men need a roof too. Why we gotta sleep on the streets? No, we're breaking uh. in the car, breaking into the cars, and sleeping in the cars. That's why they're bringing the robot. Because they won't let me in the shelter. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. I gotta go further because you just won't let me have what everyone else has. There's no equality. They want superiority. Mm. I don't think it's about superiority, but I think oh, it's, it's yeah, no. superiority. They're volunteers, not victims. <laughs> it's a life. It's a lifestyle. Do you hate women? Can we? Can you put that on the record? No, I love okay. bitches. Who did this to you? <laughs> I love bitches. Oh man! What the fuck y'all talking about? Andrew Tate? No. I I love love bitches. (laughs) Yeah, I love bitches. Look, somebody has to be a villain on this show sometimes, you know? Somebody has to say the shit that other people aren't going to say, you know? Yeah, sorry, truth hurts. I'll say it. That's why Jack had to drown. I would have tossed that bitch. Well, that's a... I mean, come on. We all know that's fucking ridiculous. I mean... That was a big-ass door. Huge-ass door. He had room. Plenty of room. Yeah. You're and telling me was, there wasn't one life vest on some carcass somewhere in that huge ass boat? She was hollering at she was hollering at the dude the, on the door next to her. Right. She was we're just waiting for him to go down. Right. You have a nice door. Yeah. Ooh. She got hypergamous door. Oh, she got that oak. Bigger than mine. <laughs> so I take it you guys are all excited about Avatar Two. That is going to be the biggest flop in the history <laughs> of movies. Wow. 
You think I so? Hear me that. I don't it know. has to make two billion dollars to break even. I think it's it like, made like I think it made like two billion dollars because it was it was yeah. the highest grossing movie of all time in in two thousand nine, yeah. and then Avengers knocked it off its ass. But then so Avatar it was the first back. film to earn two billion dollars and conclude its original box office run with two two point seven billion. That was the first one, so that could be why. Because sometimes they're like, you know, well, let's do the second. If it doesn't no, do this, that well, no, we kind of like make up for the first one. Look up the budget for the second one. Yeah, it's, I know it's crazy. It's, I'm, I can imagine. Bucks. I don't it's, doubt it. But here's the thing: they they said that the same thing with the first one. Everybody was kind of dissing it, and it was like the biggest movie in the world. It kind of like two hundred two hundred fifty million dollar budget. Did you for, look up what it has to make though for Avatar two? I mean, it would have to make roughly probably six hundred mil for it to profit because you if you think you probably got another two hundred yeah, mil on marketing. I wonder if they put both of those budgets together. To probably, like that's what they need yeah. to make back. I don't think this. I don't think Avatar is going to lose money. I, they they it, listen. It's James Cameron. I I yet have to see. As far as I can remember, a bad James Cameron movie, and even the first Avatar, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not perfect. Um, but do you remember it? Yeah, I do. I actually watched it like two months ago, a month ago with my kids. They love that movie. It's it's for us. Know. It has a high rewatchability. I don't know. I like it. I had the three. I had the three D TV and everything, and we kind of enjoyed it. It didn't look crappy uh, with that passive three D thing. Uh, that's that's how that's that's how much of a huge impact that movie was in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. It, it we, started the 3D trend. It started the 3D craze where it came to a point kind of like how that Blu-ray and HD DVD kind of like were battling to see which who would win. Definitely, now, of course, Blu-ray, we all know 4K1 against well, Blu- 3D. Blu-ray had porn. So porn was... Yeah, yeah, that helped too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, bring it, let's bring it back to what the show is really about. No, so, yeah, yeah, that's the only reason why Blu-ray succeeded. Yes, report. <laughs> yes, because but I was but I was guilty as charged. I was out. I was going out there buying those Blu-rays, you know, yeah. and and then Going I the and then mm-hmm, and then those movie stores shut down, and I was like, wait, what are you what are you guys doing? And then and then they introduced this 4K thing. Now you got to go back and repurchase all those trilogies on the 4K so you can experience it on 4K. And you watch the 89 on 4K, and you're like, it's still a little grainy though. Right. Is it really? Right. <laughs> it's still dark. Is it so? Why has it got to be so dark? Like, did they shoot this on a calculator? God, I, I feel like I'm in a Titans episode. And segue, kids, let's talk about why Nick Stevens canceled HBO Max because the only thing I was watching on the fucking thing was like when a new show would pop up, and I'd go down the Batman, you know, wormhole every now and then because I had the old goddamn library. But then I was like, wait, I own most of this too. And I was like, am I really tuning in every week for Titans? Like the the House of Dragones is gone. And I start. I was about three or four episodes in. I don't know if you guys are watching any of that new season. And I just stopped. I stopped. I don't think I even started it, to be honest. Did you finish the last season, though? Yes. And we all know that pissed us off, right? It did. So why do we do this to ourselves? We keep watching this shit thinking, what, that it's going to be, it's going to have some some life-changing moments? It has potential. It's it, it was does. the potential of the show, and then they just didn't. It didn't follow through. But four seasons. Hmm. I mean, the first the first couple seasons were good. Okay, spoiler alert: they introduce Lex Luthor in episode one, and then they take him away. I'm not going to say what happens, but then he's gone. And there's a line in there 
and this fucked me up more than anything, and even you, Schuler, who's not even a Batman guy, will agree with me. They send, Dick Grayson goes, Lex Luthor, the only man that Batman was ever afraid of. I'm sorry, what? What? He wasn't afraid of nobody. Fuck out of here. This is the same guy that went toe-to-toe with an eight-foot man bat who never missed arm day. No, not once. Because <laughs> I think Bruce or Batman only fears a man that has that has more money than him. So no, he ain't even scared. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was like, if this is the world, I mean, maybe for their world because it's the emo Batman, you know? Isn't that like, his power in the Zack Snyderverse? I'm rich, bitch, you know. Flash was like, "What's your power?" He's like, "I got money." <laughs> yeah, but like, the only person literally Bruce Wayne is scared of is himself. Hmm. Maybe, 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 maybe you could throw it to Bane if you were going off the comics and like. Nah, I mean, he got his ass whooped, but he he wasn't scared of him. He took the ass whoop. Right, 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 right. But but I'm saying if you had to have that line, like the only person that ever scared Bruce was. You know, I, 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 he, it was Talia. It was Talia. Talia, that that she, that pussy. Huh? When she told him, "It's uh, I'm pregnant." <laughs> he, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Damien, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, that 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 might have been his biggest fear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he thought his pullout game was strong. He thought it, it was, was real strong. <laughs> he thought his metachlorian count was strong too. He's like. Oh, I can't pull out, and I still can't charge it. Saber. <laughs> Who the fuck is you, your son? Shit. Yo, sh- shit. <laughs> Should have used the back condoms. Damn it. The back condoms, exactly. Don't leave home without them. <laughs> Knew I should have took my utility belt. Yeah, so uh, you know. No, I felt I I I watched Titans around. I think I fell off like halfway through the second season. I I just didn't. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm about to cancel HBO Max myself. And what's your reasoning, sir? Uh, as soon as I finish Dragon, I'm canceling it because I don't. Yeah, Peacemaker, uh, one of the only things that enticed me. I don't me watch stuff on there. Yeah. there's Yeah. Uh, I might get back on it um, when Discovery kind of like merges everything. They do their thing. I don't know. We'll see. Peacemaker and Harley Quinn were pretty much the. I think they yeah. were my draws when it yeah. came to uh, DC stuff. Yeah, I know. I know how much you love that Birds of Prey. <laughs> no, no, no. The the animated. <laughs> oh god. I hey, I've, I've been in some dark places and I watched Birds <laughs> of Prey, so you know what? It it got me through. And yeah. it wasn't, and it wasn't I that bad, be, right? No, it was still bad, but <laughs> I, had no, I had nothing else. <laughs> I had nothing else. <laughs> Definitely a solitary confinement. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the next time we all get together, it's going to be a, a Patreon guy because uh, I don't think we're going to be able to squeeze a Patreon guy out tonight. But uh, but the next time we do it, we're going to do some commentary, some audio commentary on a Batman episode. Um, well, actually, so I'm working on um, upgrading the PC and everything else because my surface just doesn't cut it. So I'm going to upgrade the PC. And we're going to um, stream it. YouTube. Oh, we'll do a stream guy on the YouTube, yeah, huh? So, so it'll be I'll up be in the have us and the show, and then we can pause it, commentate, etc. We're gonna break, so we can announce that on on this episode right now that we're gonna break into it. the twenty in the into the twenty first century with some we're fucking YouTube in action. Fucking right. 
Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. And who do I have to thank for that? Mr. James motherfucking Schuler. Yeah. My man. Yeah. My man so with the plan. I got, I got everything in order. All I got to do is upgrade PC and we're good. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm excited. Production value. <laughs> Does anybody have any, uh, any, any, any alibis, any closing thoughts before we, uh, you know, say goodnight oh, uh, to everybody? Yeah. Um, uh, that little company does all the statues, that sideshow company, sideshow statues. You can mm-hmm. go fuck yourselves. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say that was their new sponsor. No, not anymore. <laughs> Hold on. So, so did, did they not send something they, or did they, they send fuck you it. They, they ruined They ruined my Christmas, bro. They, they, what did they do? So I bought their Christopher Reeve uh, premium uh, statue. Is that what you sent us on the, on the, on the thread? Yeah. Let me take a look. Take a look at that. So the the pictures they showed at pre-order, complete different to what the end product was. Oh, and I was yeah, very they, disappointed. Yeah, dude. So that was my you. Yeah, dude. They that was my Christmas present. So and I get it. I, I apparently they call it because I'm not a big statue guy, but apparently they call it like avatars, like the the, the first pictures that come out when they do the you know, I don't know. Oh, it's it's a little different. It's different, right? That first one is like Christopher Reeves, like looking into your soul, bro, with the it beautiful is. blue eyes. And, and the second dope, one is man. a Christmas ornament. Yeah, <laughs> dude, a, a six hundred dollars Christmas ornament. The fuck out of here. Six hundred dollars, dude. Yeah. How big is he? Can you hold him up? Can I see him? Um, he's about the size of the 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 neck the neck of Batman. Um, oh, I need that. I need that eighty nine. Yeah. So, so we think of what? what, what we think well of like that. six, eight, uh, twenty yeah. inches. Oh, that's a big boy. That's bigger that's than Man Bat's wingspan. It yes, is. Sir. I mean, he got a sixteen-inch wingspan. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a big old statue. It's, it's sixty, uh, twenty inches. Um, so it's premium, right? So when they're they do their one-fourth scale like premium statues, they're they're big boys. And yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't get my birthday, uh, my Christmas present. So, fuck all, man. Yeah, That's twenty true. inches. Yeah, twenty twenty point five uh, inches in height. Uh, the width with the base nine point five inches. The depth nine point five. So yeah. And oh, they so you so you so you'll get a refund. Oh, I got my refund already. Okay, good. And I know it's a shit show because they even gave me my deposit where, where they shouldn't have. Oh shit. So they got 6,000 of these made. So that means the pre-orders were crazy. And I'm guessing a lot of them, uh, as far as I know, the community is very, yeah, they're they're canceling. So I'm hopefully, I don't know, maybe I'll get it half price next year. I'm, you know, I don't know. Black Friday. It's it so Thank funny. You, this, is, this is so funny because like you said all that and then you got and then you rolled I mean, it back and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I, I do want it. <laughs> See you, you when you see Christopher Reeve. That's how I feel when I see that Pfeiffer. Hundred percent. You know, I get hard. Yeah. You know, yeah, real, <laughs> real hard. Just oof, rock solid. Speaking of that Beast Wars transformation, dude, that was so, so good. Nick, that what the fuck's so, wrong huh? with you? You don't fuck with Beast Wars. I remember Beast Wars. That show was so good. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember digging it. I also remember kind of being like, "All right, this is kind of after X Men, so I'll watch this." 
You know, I was coming down off my high Saturday morning cartoons. It was either after X-Men or before X-Men. It was revolutionary in the animation. It was. I'll give it that. But I just but I'm also just a little like, okay, another Transformers movie. All right. They had Cheetor and Rat Trap. First of all, everybody fuck with Rat Trap. I don't know what I missed the whole Beast Wars trend, I think. I don't know. But I'm telling you what, that trailer looked really good. So I, I will say this. They all I think they all look good. Like right? Like I think even yeah. the Michael Bay ones, the Transformers all looked really good. This is probably the best Optimus Prime has looked, like in terms of just like their visual, you know, like visually I think all the Transformers always look good, you know, but well, then the they movies finally about- got him they got him to the old school Peter build. Exactly. So, yeah, that yeah. was one of my qualms with Michael Bay's. It's just I, I didn't even yeah he was a design much. I was yeah. pissed. Yeah, I was like, he ain't no goddamn Freightliner. He's a Peterbilt. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, I see what you're Michael saying. Bay. I see what I you're grew, saying. I grew up in a trucking family. No, I see what you're, I, I see what you're saying. When you said Peterbilt at first, I didn't catch it. Then I caught it second yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So they fucked him up in the other movies. I was like, that's that's not. Well, because they were trying to make him like bigger and bolder, you know, and on yeah. steroids and. I still mm-hmm. thought, I mean, like visually, I mean, I thought for what they did at the time, I was like, oh, wow, they look good. But I mean, the plot and everything, I was just like, okay. And and I, they all kind of bled together, right? I never, but I'm sure people say that about Marvel movies too, that aren't into that shit. They're like, oh, which yeah. one is this now? You know, mm-hmm. but. um. And they finally brought Jazz back. So he's not dead. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And they finally made him a Porsche instead of a. Who's the who's the transformer <laughs> chick? Who's the who's the robo chick? Oh, that's RC. Yeah, wasn't she, she in the anime? Like, wasn't she in the animated movie? Um, she was in the. I don't know. If she was in the the old school eighties one. I think she was. I know she was in the cartoon, but yeah, no, that's RC. She's a motorcycle. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one because I that guess is, we're gonna have to watch it and rate it. So we're gonna call out and go see it. Oh, easy now. Listen, <laughs> kids, if we said anything on this show that made you ponder your existence, question your moral morality or mortality, just remember at the end of the day, whatever we said, don't take it seriously, okay? Because it is at the end of the day, just. Yep. Big Zion. <laughs> 